NapaBroadcasting.com, Napa Valley Radio, for the way we live now. Thanks for joining us once again here at NapaBroadcasting.com as we continue our ongoing coverage of some of the films and documentaries and shorts that are all going to be part of this year's Napa Valley Film Festival. Right now, it is my pleasure to be joined by Joanna James. She has a documentary feature entitled The Fine Line that is going to be part of this year's festival. Joanna, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Great to have you here. Tell us a little bit about the basic premise of, of A Fine Line, what it's about. Well, A Fine Line uh, came about uh, very much personal uh, in nature. It started with just wanting to share my mother's story as she's uh, a 27-year restaurateur and, uh, and chef. And, um, but then uh, I realized that she's basically uh, in a, a party of a small company. Um, there's only uh, 6% of executive chefs, restaurant owners are women. Um, so once I heard that, I was shocked because I was sort of raised in the restaurant industry and just never knew that. Um, we really branched it out and looked into that and uh, got these other uh, amazing chefs involved as well, like Dominique Crenn, Lydia Bastianich, Barbara Lynch, Kat Cora, um, quite a few, and uh, and basically just share their experiences and their perspectives on um, uh, you know, working in this industry, rising up the ranks, why they think uh, there is such a gender disparity, but always staying um, central to my mother's story um, as an everyday, hardworking, um, you know, uh, woman in the industry, raising two kids and just, um, you know, putting that personal uh, face to it. As your mother grew up in the industry and had her restaurant, to what extent did she think there was something unique or special or, or kind of ordinary about doing what she did? Um, I, I think that's exactly it. She never did uh, see that until she got uh, more to uh, a leadership position. You know, when she wanted to open her own restaurant and she wasn't married, she had already gotten a divorce. So uh, it was, you know, at that point when she's trying to get uh, capital uh, trying to uh, hire certain staff and, you know, all the obstacles that came with uh, being a woman in uh, in leadership in this industry. But growing up, she worked by her father's side um, and just loved what she was doing, very much a people person, uh, loved the, the food aspect to it and hospitality aspect. So she didn't, she never noticed it. And then, like I said, um, you know, it, it, when she started to uh, want to open her own restaurant and it was pretty large endeavor, that's when she felt the pushback. As you talk to so many of these women that are in the business today that have restaurants that are uh, famous chefs, talk about some of the feedback that you got, some of the comments you got as to why the numbers have been so low and, and what is it that's causing them to begin to turn around a little bit at this point? Well, it's interesting because one of the other things we learned uh, early on is that even though the numbers are so low, professionally speaking, um, there's actually never been such a high um, enrollment of young women at all the culinary schools. There's actually more than 50% of graduates from the culinary schools are women. So um, it's a matter of just sort of uh, changing some misconceptions and false narratives um, that, oh, well, I can understand why it's like that. It's grueling hours. It's so physically demanding. It's, you know, all these excuses that we hear that are definitely true, but for both 
men and women. And um, I compare it to the nursing field. You know, I, I would definitely say it's the same thing with nursing, long hours, on your legs the whole time. Um, you know, a lot of the same comparisons, but nursing is uh, about, I think, 94% uh, female driven. Mm -hmm. So I think um, we have to change the narrative. Uh, We have to provide more opportunity for young women um, to apprentice and have mentorship programs and sort of uh, cross that path from entry level to mid to advanced. And, um, And a lot of the women that I spoke with, like uh, Barbara Lynch and uh, April Bloomfield, Dominique Crenn, you know, they all said it's a matter of just not buying into that, you know, not thinking uh, man, woman, whatever, just doing what you love, having that passion and just going for it. And uh, and also, though, some major systematic changes that are needed um, that that are clearly reasons um you know, preventing mm-hmm. that uh, that leadership, like paid parental leave, um, access to capital, media coverage. You know, there there's a lot involved here, and, and we really delve into that into the film. To what extent has kind of the star nature of the food business, the world of celebrity chefs, to what extent has that had an impact on women? When you talk to women like Barbara Lynch, particularly, or April Bloomfield, how did they respond to, to the celebrity nature of this business now? Well, um, I mean, in particular to April, she really uh, hates to even look at it that way and, <laughs> and doesn't uh, consider herself in that realm. And I'd say all of them really um, stayed true to the sort of the craftsmanship of the culinary field and, and what they loved about it, which is more the um, intricacy and, and the passion for what they do. But definitely, um, you know, when I spoke to some other uh, women like uh, Elizabeth Faulkner, she was clear that, you know, the, the industry has changed tremendously where now, um, you know, there are so many other opportunities uh, because of the spotlight that's been on it. So other than even being a traditional chef, opening a restaurant, uh, that type of thing. You know, there's so many media opportunities now to be a chef um, and have your own show or a uh, blog or, you know, whatever the case is. So I think it's just created um, a wider field of opportunities. And I think a lot of women are really um, taking advantage of that and uh, and using it to their advantage. Did you find or did you hear any of them talking about any fundamental difference in attitude between East Coast and West Coast? You know, I didn't so much. Um, I think um, Elizabeth did, like I said, get into it when because uh, she was a West Coast uh, chef and then went into the, uh, well, she was pastry chef uh, and then went into the savory side and, and moved to New York. But um but no, we didn't really get into that that much. It was more just the overall trade and uh, and their love for the field in general. Um, obviously, throughout the country, you know, we filmed uh, Mashama Bailey in uh, uh, Savannah, Georgia. So they all maybe talk a little bit about um, the influence, the culinary influence on them having mm-hmm. to do with their uh, region or area in terms of flavor and styles. But um, but no, never really a East-West Coast thing. And talk a little bit about the responsibility that some of them felt about being mentors at this point. Yeah, that that's very important to them. And um, I think a lot of them 
uh, would prefer to do it through their actions than um, even necessarily going around and speaking about it. Um, so they they really like to hire a woman if, if you know, they see that they have that uh, passion and talent and um, are coming to them uh, looking for a job. They love that um, because, you know, that's what's needed. And, um, and so they're um, uh, also doing practical things in their own restaurant groups like um, schedules, you know, more flexible uh, hours and schedules so that even if you're, um, you know, an older woman working in the industry uh, with kids, that, that there's no problem with that as well. So um, they're, de- they're definitely uh, putting, putting a lot of thought into this and um, action. And talk a little bit about your mom's restaurant. So my mother's restaurant is uh, located in New England in uh, a town in uh, Massachusetts. And she's been there, like I said, for about 27 years now. And she's just a very um, boisterous, generous, big spirit. So, you know, she knows everyone. People have been coming to her for generations, different family generations. And uh, she loves what she does. She loves the cooking side to it of, uh, you know, getting to learn different uh, flavors and and menu ideas, but then also really interacting with the guests and um, forming some close relationships. So uh, she's, you know, she's just a, a great person for what she does. And tell us how the film came to be, a little bit about your background as a filmmaker and how this particular film happened. Uh, well, actually, this is the first time. This is my uh, debut as a filmmaker. So um, it really was me just wanting to share my mother's story in the sense that I saw how hard she worked and how much she loved what she was doing. But it was a sacrifice, and it was uh, definitely difficult um, at points. And I think now as a working mother myself, being that uh, when we started with production, I was pregnant. And then now that we're literally, uh, you know, we wrapped up and locked picture, I was, uh, I just delivered my second daughter. So um, I think that all really resonated with me knowing that my mother um, was doing a lot of the same things, um, even younger and on her own. So it just, um, it really, and especially the timing now, you know, with uh, the women's movement and with women really trying to balance and uh, question you know, what we can do, what we want to do, how to sort of do it all, uh, can we do it all. It just all uh, hit home for me. And, of course, bringing a film about food and chefs to the Napa Valley Film Festival is always a good idea. Yes, uh, I couldn't be happier, and I think it's really uh, appropriate and will be really fun. So um, very much looking forward to it. And and also, you know, at the heart of it, it shows how food does bring us together. Um, and uh, and it's it's just a great way to discuss a lot of these topics in a, in a very fun setting. Joanna James, her documentary, A Fine Line, will be screening here at the Napa Valley Film Festival this year. Joanna, I thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you very much. You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com.